0: It's a box.
1: At least you're on beat this time. Yes,
0: I'm on beat because Mary and Martha is a Martha. Mm,
1: mm, 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 mm. Welcome, (laughs) welcome, welcome, welcome. I love our
0: intro. Let me just say that.
1: Well, thank you, Christina. Welcome one. Welcome all to the Mary and Martha podcast. We're so excited to have you all. We are here to connect, to concentrate, to commune, to contemplate. Um, and to collectively talk about the word of God specifically as it relates to women, mm-hmm. because we know Jesus loved women. We he thought that they were worthy. Uh, he thought that we were worth the dignity um, that the world didn't give us, but that he gave us. And so we're here to remind women just how great they are and how loved they are, so that we can live full lives of impact. And we're so glad that you are here to join us.
0: Yes, we are. And I'm Christina. I'm Keisha. And we cannot wait to dig into today's message. But before we get there, Keisha, how was your week?
1: Uh, my week has been wonderful. I've only had to dress up for work one day out of the week so far. And Rand, you wear like, leggings or like sweatpants? Um, I don't wear sweatpants. Um, but yes, I've worn jeans. Um, and randomly- you own jeans.
0: I I actually bought two pairs of jeans this past weekend. So I, say, I actually I'm had jeans really, to wear. I'm only releasing really her in skirts and dresses. She doesn't really wear pants.
1: Uh, jeans are not made for my body type. They're very uncomfortable. And so I don't feel like fighting for uh, the fact that jeans weren't made for me and my trunk. And so I just... <laughs> Rather okay. put on a dress your, and make moves. Know, know your shape. Know your shape, girl. That's listen. <laughs> listen, I'm very well aware of what I've been blessed with. And I also know the challenges that come with that. But yes, I've had a wonderful week. And today, randomly, um, because my boss was busy, um, she canceled all of our admin meetings. So oh, I got to just God. do work all day. And she gave me her massage. So <gasps> I got a free massage. That's how that, I ended my day. That's, that's the Lord right there. And you went on a date. Yes. And then I made my
0: husband take me on a date. Yeah, I made my husband take me on a date. I sent him a picture and
1: I said, I'm cute today. You should uh, take me on a date.
0: uh, uh, (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) Let me just tell y'all, Joseph Keisha's husband, husband is my friend. He is hilarious. And, you know, that's my friend. He don't, he don't realize how, so how close good. we are. And I be getting offended when they be having stuff over their house. And he she doesn't realize how close you all are.
1: All right. <laughs> and <Anna>, we're going <laughs> to move on. How has your week been?
0: Let me tell you, my week has been not good. So I started off, uh, I'm going to start off my week being Saturday. So I took my nine-year-old cousin slash semi-goddaughter to the to the Kennedy Center to see a play called She's a Gem it was such a cute black girl magic children's play. Aww. And I was so, oh my God, we had so much fun. I was so excited. I took her and one of her little cousins and they just enjoyed themselves. So we did that on Saturday. On Sunday, I did transitions for my church. And you know, for those of you who don't know, I go to Zion Church. This, this was my last actual Sunday at the Landover Campus. Um, so I did transitions, all four services. Oh my God, I was so tired and getting sick and sicker as the day went on, the devil was trying it. Um, and then Monday, I caught a full blown like I don't know what this was. This was like the devil in my nostrils slash probably just a cold. But you know, it just it, he knocked me out. Have you so, taken some echinacea, <laughs> some vitamin C? I haven't been doing any of that. I just been eating clementines and taking like will. So yeah, I, I and actually, you know what's crazy? Last I, I had been in a habit of working out three to four times a week, like religiously and i drink just about a gallon of water a day as anybody i work with they know that i'm drinking water all day i worked out one time last week and i literally did not drink water so my body was just like oh Sis, your body is protesting this this what, what we're not gonna do it's is teaching you to updated.
1: reprioritize it's like uh-uh you, you forgot might. what this was you need to get back you on need the game me more than
0: i need you <laughs>
1: correct <laughs> correct your body is showing you who's boss <laughs>
0: You need to get a lot okay? so I, I had my gallons of water t- uh, Today and yesterday And then I haven't worked out yet Because I'm sick And I know that I feel like passing out when I, Every time I leave work this week So i just I'm trying to take that easy But getting back on my water And next week I'll be back in full effect at the gym right. That
1: reminds me that my massage therapist um, Was sniffling the entire time Ooh. So I will be taking echinacea And emergency before I go to bed tonight Because listen girl, you will not You will not. Let me
0: tell you what my mama mama tells me. I don't know why I didn't do this because it works every time. Take a clove of garlic and smash it. Put a little bit of honey on top of it and then swallow it. Drink some water, swallow it down like a pill. And it's the garlic is apparently a natural um, antibacterial. Thing. Mm-hmm. so that you put the you drink the you put the honey on top of it so it can slide down a little easier but i and you crush it so that you kind of open up the garlic a little bit so every time i do that whenever i'm starting to feel sick it always immediately stops now i do feel like i smell like garlic for the day after but the great thing is i don't get sick so i'm
1: good on that i'm jamaican ginger root cures everything so i'll just also be drinking a nice cup of ginger root tea all right all righty. <laughs> Let's move into our first segment, which is the topic of the day. So, Christina, take it away. Let the people know what we're going to be talking about today.
0: So, one of my favorite um, books of the Bible is Genesis. And the reason why Genesis, not because it's the first book of the Bible, and most people, when they think they're going to read the Bible in a year, you should make it past Genesis. Mainly because Genesis is like the Jerry Springer of the Bible. And there are so many great, scandalous, drama-filled, conflict-ridden interesting stories in the book of Genesis, Um, and that's why I really love reading it. So, you know, I'm really going to challenge, actually, we're really going to challenge the women who listen to our podcast to really dig into the Bible. But today we're going to dig into Genesis 2, and it's right after God completed all of his work in the first six days, and then he rested, and then he talks about creating um, man in the garden, And I'm specifically looking at Genesis 2, 7. Then the Lord God formed the man out of the dust from the ground and breathed the breath of life into his nostrils. And the man became a living being. So what I kind of got out of this particular verse, because I've read it a million times, but what is your assignment? And really, when God places an assignment in our life, it's really something that's going to be something so small and granular granular, and something that may look dirty, something that may not be fully formed. God took the dust um, and formed man from the dust. He formed man from something that dust isn't easily caught. Dust scatters all over the place. Dust mm-hmm. um, isn't something that most people will look at and be like, oh, I want to create something nice out of this. But God's always going to give you something small. God's going to God's going to show you kind of where the potential is for something. He's never just going to hand you something. It's up to you to create the opportunity to take the dust and form it into something. So your assignment for this year, 2019, may not originally look the way you think it should. It may look like some dirt that you actually have to form. And then after you figure out what, what your dirt is, you have to breathe into it. What are you breathing into? what are you putting your life into? Um, what what are you doing to kind of make something live? So you have to use your strength to make it come to life. you have and you have to use your strength in the right place. The Bible says that God breathed the breath of life into man's nostrils. He didn't breathe it into his ear. He didn't breathe it into his eye. He didn't breathe it, you know, into any other part. He breathed it in the place that he knew was going to give it life. Where are you breathing into your dream? Are you breathing into the right place? Once you figure out your dirt and once you put your life force into it, if you're not breathing into the right place, it's not going to come to life. So let me, so, let me just stick a pin here because I think
1: what I love about this is I love the imagery of taking what we view as small, but then when you, when you just look at your life and you think about the things that started off as things that just seemed like really innocuous, right, um, not impactful at all, but when you look back over your life, you can trace something that turned um, into something that was like life altering started at some simple, just seemingly random place. So even uh, I think about the current job, one of uh, the current jobs that I have right now, my main job, it started because I ran into my boss at my godson's baby shower brunch. And it was like, hey, I just need someone to come and temporarily work for me for some time. And I was like, oh, okay, great. I'm trying to build my business. So I'm just gonna go ahead and do this for a little bit get a little bit of money and then take it and go. And, and what I've been able to do through the firm since then has been much bigger, much more impactful. And I do think that I'm walking closer to my purpose. And that's something hmm. that came from something that seemed innocuous, seemed small. But the truth is, is that when I approached it, I approached it with clear intention. I didn't know that what it was is going to turn into what it is now. But I approached it like this small job that I'm going to have here, I'm going to do the best I can while I'm, I'm going to breathe life into this particular space at this particular time. And what God did with the little bit of breath I took was he took it beyond what I thought it was going to be. So I love the imagery of, you know, waking up into um, the fullness of what looks like a small thing that God has asked you to do, but when you approach it with a level of intentionality and purpose, purposefulness, is that the word? Um, then it can really turn into something beyond what you could have ever imagined.
0: I mean, absolutely. And think about it like this, like we were made in the image of God and God is the ultimate creator. God is going to God has already implanted in us the ability to create and look at how he created us. And really, that's how we should be creating what it is that he has already put into us. He's never just going to say, "Okay, well, I see you speaking to thousands. I'm going to put you on a stage speaking to thousands. There are going to be very small incremental moments and decisions and opportunities that you're going to have to take, that you're going to have to create so that you can get to the place where your dream has fully manifested. And you're going to have to make sure that when you see those small things and opportunities, that dust, that you're actually forming them with the intention to put your all into it and then putting your all into it in the right spot. Well, so important. let me ask you, so then what When
1: you look back over your life, when you think of a moment that looked like a dust moment.
0: Mm, Dusty. (laughs) What
1: dusty memory you got that God took the dust and um, breathed something amazing out of it. When you think of that.
0: I would definitely say, so um, one of the things that Keisha and I used to do together was Project Shine Incorporated and the Diamonds Program. So we had a mentoring program that we started a long time ago. Um, and for me, it was, I remember what it was like being a quote unquote, good girl in the church and how many things came against me that I wasn't expecting. Cause I thought I'm a good girl. So why, you know, I shouldn't have to, I didn't think I had to go through certain things. I didn't think that I had to go through a period of being insecure or a period of not knowing my worth or any of that because I'm the good girl. So when I started growing up and when I started running into all of these other girls who weren't quite good girls, I will see them in juvenile court. I was a juvenile prosecutor for a while. And um, I was just saying, okay, well, the same problems that I had as a good girl, these girls are having, you know, in their life. So let me figure out what is something that we can do as like a body of women that can really help these young girls. And I had in my mind a program that was going to be more than a a mentoring, more than a tutoring, more than, um, you know, just teaching these girls small things, but really being models for them and walking with them in their teenage lives. But that's not how Project Shine started. Like we started off having a few girls and really pouring into them and the program just blossomed to where the in the end we had about maybe 40 girls that we've impacted over um, the life of Project Shine. Mm-hmm. But it was all about me taking my all and breathing into the program and breathing into the girls and breathing into the right places. Because it's it's one thing to tell a young lady like what she should be doing, but it's another thing to say it from a place of, I care about you. I love you. I want to see you do your best. And walking with her on that journey. And walking with her on that journey. Like to me, that's so important. I know a lot of us, a lot of us um, as go-getter women, like we always say, I want to start a nonprofit. I want to help somebody else. And that's a great dream to have, but you have to put in those little steps. You have to figure out how you're going to incorporate, how you're going to get a tax ID, how you're going to open a business account before you even think about like, how am I going to, how am I going to impact the people? You have to have the process in place. So that to me was something that started off as dust, but by breathing into the right parts of it and really by giving it my all, it, it came to be something beautiful. And actually, one of my girls, I ran into her church the other day. We got to talk about her offline because I need to, we got to, you know. Remember I told you our baby I ran into like one uh, when I was at Wegmans.
1: She's a cook at Wegmans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she, anyway, she was doing great. Um, one, of the, one of the things that I think about, um, you mentioned earlier that, uh, well, we both go to the gym, right? But you mentioned that, you know, it's been a tough week for you, right? Um, I think about when you're in the gym and how important it is that when you're with a trainer, one of the most important things after they teach you about the proper way to lift something is about the importance of breathing and um, just how intentional you have to be when it comes to your breathing. And in that same way, I think that if we approached matters of our life with this sense of intentionality And be it intentionality in terms of how you're operating with excellence, be it intentionality Mm -hmm. of how you're pushing forward in a faithful way, be it intentionality with how you're collaborating with those who can assist you. Being intentional makes the difference because your intention reflects kind of your purpose and the value that Mm -hmm. you put behind it. So it's like if you want to get the most out of your workout, you have to be breathing in a particular way so that you can lift the best way or you can run the best way with the most endurance. And in the same way, I think of like, you can apply this to anything. I think of like my friendships, right? I think of how many friendships yes, started girl. off as something just random. Even our friendship. When we first met, when we were at the courthouse, we were both law clerks mm-hmm. and I came in. girl.
0: I came in to uh, she was mean, replace actually. the girl. girl. <laughs> Keisha was mean, I was I, not mean. Was so mean. I was, you know. This, is the I moment. said. Oh, I was you shy. Was Roosevelt, do you know? Do you know when I named a, a friend of mine? Shy. And she was like, yes. I was shy. I, was like, I didn't know you. I, don't I didn't. Think she I didn't likes can
1: me. you can you stop derailing my my story? Thank you very much. <laughs> now I don't want to use you as an example, but I'm gonna <laughs> keep doing it anyway. <laughs> so when we met in 20, <laughs> 2010, you know, it was kind of like a random yeah. sort of meeting, right? We were both dust in the same place. But that's <laughs> <Dust> the girl. <laughs> we both that's the girl. But through intentionality, what we've grown is to be mm-hmm. like family. You know, we can right. uh, you you and I can depend on each other if we needed to pray. Um, when we were building that nonprofit, we were depending on each other to do that. Yes. When we were um, doing things with the women's bar. We were depending on on each other to do that, so the intentionality that we approached even the friendship meant that it turned into something that was beyond what we thought. And now here we are, um, even doing this podcast, which you know we're at the beginning stage right now. We're in the dusty we're in the dusty stage. We, we're mad we're dusty day. right now. <laughs> but I think that if we continue to do this with the intentionality that we want to be used by God to encourage mm-hmm. other women who are just like us then you really don't know where God's going to take it. So I really loved this, this um, idea of God forming something from the dust and breathing life into it and it becoming a living being, something beyond what we could think or imagine. So, yeah, I really love this scripture. That,
0: that is awesome. So one of our segments that we are going to do every time is called The Power Prayer. And Keisha, if you can lead us. Oh, well, one of the things, let me explain what it is. One of the things about our prayer is we want to leave um everybody with something to kind of hold on to um for the next couple of days. We know that our podcast comes out on Thursday, so it's a little bit right before your weekend. So we kinda wanna pray over, you know, our listeners and what we talked about. And just that we want you all to not only be seekers of the word, but also be doers of the word. So Keish, can you kick off our first petty, mm, petty prayer, Lord, not petty not prayer, a power <laughs> prayer. <A> petty <laughs> prayer—that's not what I'm prepared to do. All right. Maybe, maybe one day we'll do a petty prayer, but today it's gonna be a power prayer, um, for episode one, season one. All right, here we go.
1: Thank you, Father, for this time, God. Thank you so much for the privilege to be here in your presence and with each other. God, you said where two or three are gathered, you're here and we are grateful. God, thank you for the assignment that you've given us. For each and every woman that is hearing this prayer right now, thank you for the assignment that you have placed on her life, God. Thank you for the purpose that you've breathed into her. And God, I ask right now that you would empower her with intentionality, God. Give her boldness as she moves forward to discover what it is you would have her to do on this earth, God. God, I know sometimes we feel insecure about the roads that we're traveling on, and we are not sure about the ways in which you have sent us, God. We look at the storms that are in our lives, we look at the trials that we have to go through, and we wonder whether or not we're on the right path. So, God, I just ask right now that for every woman that you have put purpose into, that you would give her clarity of thought, God, that you would give her confidence in you. God, I ask that you would empower her to feel strong and worthy of what you have called her to do, God. God, I ask that anything that is in her way right now that is causing that insecurity to rise up, God, I ask that you would take it away. And if you're going to keep it there, God, help her to fight through it in such a way that she comes out stronger than before. God, it's a privilege to serve others. And we thank you for the, the assignment that you've put in each of us to serve someone else. Because by serving someone else, we show them the love that is you. And so, God, thank you so much for this opportunity to love other people, to serve other people, and to grow in you. God, I ask that you would uh, continue to embolden us, to kick down doors, um, to push aside strongholds and to push aside our fears, God, and to push through those storms and those trials so that we can make it to the other side and so that we can turn into the living, breathing beings that you have called us to be, God. God, take our dust and breathe into it, God. Take who we are and mold us and make us into who you would have us to be. We thank you, God, for the road that you have put us on and for the the, the travels that we'll have over it. I God, I, Now, God, I ask that you would bless every woman that hears my voice right now. I ask that you would continue to bless her over the rest of this week, God, that you would help her to feel empowered through her weekend. And until we meet again, God, that you would encourage her to live a life of impact. In your name, we pray. Amen.
0: Yes. So, you know, if you want to let us know how you like this podcast. If you want to tell Keisha how much you loved her power prayer and how it got you through this week, y'all, please hit us up, Mary and Martha Podcast at gmail.com or come see us on social media. We do have some posts up, hey, um, Mary and Martha Podcast on Instagram. So we would love to see you. We would love to hear from you. And until next week, love y'all, God bless. Love y'all.